Act Four of Eunuchus the Eunuch by Terence, translated by Henry Thomas Riley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One. Enter Dorius with a casket in her hand. Dorius to herself. So may the gods bless me, but from what I have seen. I'm terribly afraid that this mad fellow will be guilty of some disturbance to-day, or of some violence to Theus. For when this young man, the brother of the damsel, arrived, she begged the captain to order him to be admitted. He immediately began to get into a passion, and yet didn't dare refuse. Theus still insisted that he would invite the man in. This she did for the sake of detaining him, because there was no opportunity just then of telling him what she wanted to disclose about her sister. He was invited in, and took a seat. Then she entered into discourse with him. But the captain, fancying it was a rival brought before his very eyes, wanted in his turn to mortify her. "'Hark you, boy,' said he. "'Go fetch Pamphila, that she may amuse us here.' She exclaimed, "'At a banquet? Certainly not.' The captain still persisted to a downright quarrel. Meanwhile, my mistress secretly took off her golden jewels, and gave them to me to take away. This is a sign, I'm sure, that she'll betake herself from there as soon as she possibly can. Goes into the house. Scene two. Enter Phaedria. Phaedria to himself. While I was going into the country, I began on the road, as it mostly happens when there is any anxiety on the mind, to reflect with myself upon one thing and another, and upon everything in the worst light. What need of words! While I was musing thus, inadvertently I passed my country house. I had already got some distance from it when I perceived this. I returned again, really feeling quite uneasy. When I came to the very turning that leads to the house, I came to a stop, and began to reason with myself. What? Must I stay here alone for two days without her? Well, and what then? It's nothing at all. What? Nothing at all? Well, now, if I haven't the privilege of touching her, am I not even to have that of seeing her? If I may not do the one, at least I may the other. Surely to love at a distance even is better than nothing at all. I purposely pass the house. But how's this? The Pythias is suddenly hurrying out in such a fright. Stands apart. Scene 3 Enter Pythias and Dorius in haste from the house of Theus. Oh, where wretched that I am, shall I find this wicked and impious fellow? Oh, where look for him, that he should dare to commit so audacious a crime as this? I'm ruined outright. Fedria apart. I dread what this may be. Besides, too, the villain... After he had abused the girl, rent all the poor thing's clothes, and tore her hair as well. Fedria apart in surprise. Ha! Huh? Oh, if he were just now in my reach, how eagerly would I fly at that villain's eyes with my nails. Fedria apart. Really? I can't imagine what disturbance has happened to us at home in my absence. I'll accost them. Going up to them. What's the matter? 
Why such haste? Or whom are you looking for, Pythias? <sighs> Why, Phaedria, whom should I be looking for? Away with you, as you deserve, with such fine presence of yours. What is the matter? What do you ask? The eunuch you gave us. What confusion he has caused. He has ravished the girl whom the captain made present of to my mistress. What is it you say? I'm ruined outright. You are drunk. I wish that they were so who wish ill to me. Oh, prithee, my dear Pythias, what a monstrous thing this is. You are out of your senses. How could a eunuch possibly do this? I know nothing about him. As to what he has done, the thing speaks for itself. The girl is in tears, and when you ask her what's the matter, she does not dare tell. But he, a precious fellow, is nowhere to be seen. To my sorrow I suspect, too, that when he took himself off, he carried something away from the house. I cannot enough wonder whether this varlet can possibly have betaken himself to any distance from here, unless perhaps he has returned home to our house. Pray, go and see whether he is there. I'll let you know immediately. Goes into the house of Lachis. Ruined outright! Prithee, my dear, I never did so much as hear of a deed so abominable. Why, Faith, I had heard that they were extremely fond of the women, but were incapable. Unfortunately, what has happened never came into my mind. Otherwise I should have shut him up somewhere, and not have entrusted the girl to him. Scene 4. Enter Phaedria from the house of Leches, with Doris in Korea's clothes. Phaedria, dragging him out. Come out, you villain! What do you like behind you, runaway? Out with you, you sorry bargain! Doris, crying out. Mercy, I do entreat you. Oh, do look at that, how the villain distorts his face. What means your coming back hither? Why this change of dress? What have you to say? If I had delayed a moment, Pythias, I shouldn't have found him at home. He had just prepared in this fashion for flight. Pointing at his dress. Have you caught the fellow, pray? Caught him? Why not? Oh, well done. Upon my faith, that really is capital. Where is he? Do you ask the question? Don't you see him? Pointing to the eunuch. Pythias staring about. See whom, pray? This fellow to be sure pointing what person is this the same that was brought to your house today not one of our people has ever beheld this person with her eyes phaedria not beheld him prithee did you fancy that this was he who was brought to our house why i had no other oh dear this one really isn't to be compared with the other. He was of a handsome and genteel appearance. He seemed so, just then, because he was decked out in party-coloured clothes. Now he appears ugly for this reason, because he hasn't got them on. Pretty, do hold your tongue, as though indeed the difference was so trifling. A young man was brought to our house today, whom really, Feria, you would have liked to look upon. This is a withered, 
antiquated, lethargic old fellow with a speckled complexion. Ha! What tale is this? You'll so befool me that I shan't know what I bought. To Doris. How now, sirrah? Did I not buy you? You did buy me. Bid him answer me in my turn. Question him. Pythias to Doris. Did you come here today to our house? Doris shakes his head. He says no, but it was the other one that came, about sixteen years of age, whom Parmeno brought with him. Fedria to Doris. Well, now? In the first place, tell me this. Where did you get that dress you have on? What? Are you silent? Monster of a fellow, are you not going to speak? Shakes him. Chariot came. What, my brother? Yes. When? Today. How long since? Just now. With whom? With Pamano. Did you know him before? No. How did you know he was my brother? Pamano said he was. He gave me this clothes. Oh, I'm undone. He himself put on mine. Afterward, they both went out together. Now are you quite satisfied that I am sober, and that we have told you no falsehood? Is it now sufficiently evident that the girl has been ravished? Vaunt, you beast! Do you believe what he says? What is there to believe? The thing speaks for itself. Fedria apart to Doris. Step aside a little this way. Do you hear? Doris steps aside. A little further still. Well, that will do. Now tell me this once more. Did Carrea take your clothes off you? He did. And did he put them on? He did. And was he brought here instead of you? Yes. Oh, great Jupiter, a wicked and audacious fellow. Woe unto me! Now at last will you believe that we have been insulted in a disgraceful manner. It is no wonder that you believe what the fellow says. Aside. What I'm to do I know not. Aside to Doris. Hark you, deny it all again. Aloud. Can I not this day extract the truth from you? Did you really see my brother Caria? No. He can't be brought to confess without being punished, I see. Follow me this way. At one moment he affirms, at another he denies. Aside. Ask pardon of me. Indeed, I do entreat you, Fedria. Fedria kicking him. Be off indoors! Oh, oh! Fedria aside. How in any other fashion to get decently out of this, I don't know, for really it's all up with me. Aloud, with pretended indignation. Will you be trifling with me even here, you knave? Follows Doris into the house. Scene 5. Pythias and Dorius. I'm as certain that this is the contrivance of Parmeno as that I'm alive. So it is. No doubt. In faith, I'll find out a method today to be even with him. But now, what do you think ought to be done, Dorius? Do you mean with regard to this girl? 
yes whether i ought to mention it or be silent upon my word if you are prudent you won't know what you do know either about the eunuch or the girl's misfortune by this method you'll both rid yourself of all perplexity and have done a service to her say this only that doris has run away i'll do so but don't i see creamies theirs will be here just now why so because when i came away from there a quarrel had just commenced between them take in these golden trinkets i shall learn from him what's the matter dorius takes the casket into the house scene six into creamy's somewhat drunk hey day upon my faith i've been bamboozled the wine that i've drunk has got the upper hand but so long as i was reclining how extremely sober did i seem to myself to be when i got up neither feet nor senses were quite equal to their duty Cremies. Cremies turning round who's that what piteous dear me how much more charming you now seem to be than a short time since troth now you are much more merry that's certain upon my faith it is a true saying that venus grows cold without ceres and bacchus but has theus got here long before me has she already come away from the captains a long time ago an age since there has been a most violent quarrel between them did she say nothing about you following her nothing at all only on going away she gave me a nod well now wasn't that enough why i didn't know that she meant that until the captain gave me an explanation because i was dull comprehension for he bundled me out of the house but look here she is i wonder how it was i got here before her scene seven into theus theus to herself i really do believe that he'll be here presently to force her away from me let him come but if he touches her with a single finger that instant his eyes shall be torn out i can put up with his impertinences and his high-sounding words as long as they remain words but if they are turned into realities he shall get a drubbing says i've been here some time oh my dear creamies you are the very person i was wanting are you aware that this quarrel took place on your account that the whole of this affair in fact bore reference to yourself to me how so pray because while i've been doing my best to recover and restore your sister to you this and a great deal more like it i've had to put up with where is she at home at my house ha huh? what's the matter she has been brought up in a manner worthy of yourself and of her what is it you say that which is the fact her i present to you nor do i ask of you any return for her thanks are both felt and shall be returned in such a way Thais, as you deserve but still take care creamies that you don't lose her before you receive her from me for it is she whom the captain is now coming to take away from me by force do you go pythias and bring out of the house the casket with the tokens Grimmies looking down the side scene. 
Don't you see him, Theus? Pythias to Theus. Where is it put? In the clothes chest. Tiresome creature, why do you delay? Pythias goes into the house. What a large body of troops the captain is bringing with him against you. Bless me. Prithee, are you frightened, my dear sir? Get out with you. What? I? Frightened? There's not a man alive less so. Then now is the time to prove it. Why, I wonder what sort of man you take me to be. Nay, and consider this too. The person that you have to deal with is a foreigner, of less influence than you, less known, and one that has fewer friends here. I'm aware of that, but it's foolish to run the risk of what you are able to avoid. I'd rather we should prevent it than, having received an injury, avenge ourselves upon him. Do you go in and fasten the door while I run across hence to the forum? I should like us to have the aid of some legal adviser in this disturbance. Moves as if going. Theus holding him. Stay. Let me know. I'll be here presently. There's no occasion, Cremes. Only say that she is your sister, and that you lost her when a little girl, and have now recognized her. Then show the tokens. Re-enter Pythias from the house with the trinkets. Pythias giving them to Theus. Here they are. Theus giving them to Cremes. Take them. If he offers any violence, summon the fellow to justice. Do you understand me? Perfectly. Take care and say this with presence of mind. I'll take care. Gather up your cloak. Aside. Undone. The very person whom I've provided as a champion wants one himself. They all go into the house. Scene 8. Enter Thraso, followed by Natho, Sanga, and other attendants. Am I to submit, Natho, to such a glaring affront as this being put upon me? I'll die sooner. Simalio, Donax, Siriuscus, follow me. First, I'll storm the house. Quite right. I'll carry off the girl. Very good. I'll give her own self a mauling. Very proper. Thraso arranging the men. Advance hither to the main body, Donax, with your crowbar. You, Simalio, to the left wing. You, Siriscus, to the right. Bring up the rest. Where's the centurion Sanger and his maniple of rogues? Sanger coming forward. See, here he is. What, you booby? Do you think of fighting with a dishclout to be bringing that here? What, I... I knew the valour of the general and the prowess of the soldiers, and that this could not possibly go on without bloodshed. How was I to wipe the wounds? Where are the others? Plague on you, what others? Senio is the only one left on the guard at home. Thraso to Natho. Do you draw up your men in battle order? I'll be behind the second rank. From that position, I'll give the word to all. Takes his place behind the second rank. Natho aside. That's showing prudence. As soon as he has drawn them up, he secures a retreat for himself. Thraso pointing to the arrangements. This is just the way Pyrrhus used to proceed. Crimis and Theus appear above at a window. 
Do you see, Theus, what plan he is upon? Assuredly, that advice of mine about closing the door was good. He who now seems to you to be a hero is in reality a mere vaporer. Don't be alarmed. Thraso to Natho. What seems best to you? I could very much like a sling to be given you just now, that you might pelt them from here on the sly at a distance. They would be taking to flight. But look. Pointing. I see Thais there herself. How soon are we to fall to? Hold. Holding him back. It behooves a prudent person to make trial of everything before arms. How do you know but that she may do what I bid her without compulsion? Ye gods, by our trust in you, what a thing it is to be wise. I never come near you but that I go away from you the wiser. Thais, in the first place, answer me this. When I presented you that girl, did you not say that you would give yourself up to me alone for some days to come? Well, what then? Do you ask the question? You, who have been and brought your lover under my very eyes, what business had you with him? With him, too, you clandestinely betook yourself away from me. I chose to do so. Then give me back Pamphila. Unless you would rather she was taken away by force. Give her back to you, or you lay hands upon her? Of all the... Ha! What are you about? Hold your tongue. What do you mean? Am I not to touch my own? Your own indeed, you gallows bird. Natho to Cremis. Have a care, if you please. You don't know what kind of man you are abusing now. Cremis to Natho. Won't you be off from here? Do you know how matters stand with you? If you cause any disturbance here today, I'll make you remember the place and day and me too for the rest of your life. I pity you, who are making so great a man as this your enemy. I'll break your head this instant if you are not off. Do you really say so, puppy? Is it that you are at? Preso to Cremis. What fellow are you? What do you mean? What business have you with her? I'll let you know. In the first place, I assert that she is a freeborn woman. Huh. A citizen of Attica. Huh. My own sister. Brazen face. Now, therefore, Captain, I give you warning. Don't you use any violence toward her. Theus, I'm going to Sophrona the nurse, that I may bring her here and show her these tokens. What? Are you to prevent me from touching what's my own? I will prevent it, I tell you. Natho to Thraso. Do you hear him? He is convicting himself of theft. Is not that enough for you? Do you say the same, Thais? Go, find someone to answer you. She and Creamies go away from the window. Thraso to Natho. What are we to do now? Why, go back again. She'll soon be with you, of her own accord, to entreat forgiveness. Do you think so? Certainly, yes. I know the disposition of women. When you will, they won't. When you won't, they set their hearts upon you of their own inclination. You judge right. Shall I dismiss the army, then? Whatever you like. Sanga, 
as befits gallant soldiers, take care in your turn to remember your homes and hearths. My thoughts have been for some time among the saucepans. You are a worthy fellow. Thraso putting himself at their head. You follow me this way. Excellent omnes. End of Act 4